0: So you don't have a lot of money to spend on fancy tools to grow your business. It's okay. It's nothing for you to be ashamed of. Not everyone has a big bank account that they can use to make a lot of investments for their business, but that doesn't mean that you can't run your business successfully. I started my business with really a very, very small budget, which is commonly known as bootstrapping. Bootstrapping requires you to be creative and frugal. But it doesn't mean that you can't grow your business successfully just because you don't have a lot of cash flow. And there are a number of free tools that you can use and a number of other things that you can do to grow your business without spending a lot of money. Now, granted, it may take you a little bit longer for your business to start to grow, but I need you to understand that it is still possible. So today I'm going to share five things that you can do to grow your business when you have little to no budget. So grab a pen and a piece of paper to take some notes because it's time for episode number 41. Welcome back to the More Than Capable Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Shannon Baker, a coffee loving mompreneur that started as a virtual assistant and turned into a total systems geek. And I want to help you shift your mindset and embrace your worthiness while creating systems in your business so you can be more productive and build success on your own terms without the mom guilt. Are you loving that? Well, I hope you're ready for real conversations that will help you beat the perfectionist inside, rediscover your strengths, and up-level your self-love in the mom cracks of time so you can stop letting fear hold you back because you are enough and you do enough. We are more than capable mompreneurs. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine and let's dive in. Let me start by saying you do not need to be ashamed of the fact that you do not have a lot of money to spend on all these fancy tools that you hear about. It's normal for a small business owner, especially when you're building a side gig, not to have room in the budget for all the bells and whistles. That just makes it more important for you to find free or low cost ways for you to operate and grow your business. Now, because you have limited funds, you may have to work a little bit harder and make the most of what you do have, which is time. So today I'm going to share some tips that are going to help you use your time wisely so that your business will grow even though you don't have that big budget. So I'm going to dive right in. Number one you need to focus on customer service. You need to focus on providing the best customer experience that you can so that you stand out from everyone else that can do what you do. People want to support small businesses. So go out of your way to make their experience with you and your business one that they want to have over and over again. There are three main areas of your business that are impacted by the customer experience that you provide. The number of ideal clients that you attract, the number of happy clients that you retain, and the number of new clients that you get from referrals. Now, many small business owners tend to fall short when it comes to their customer care because they don't have a process in place. But the reality is that you can take care of all of your potential customers and your existing ones without having to live your entire life in your inbox or constantly waste time on the phone following up on dead leads. Now I have a few resources available that can help you with this. Go back and listen to episode six and episode 22. You can also grab a copy of my free customer care process template with swipe files to help you to start documenting this process. Tip two, study your competition, but do not imitate them. Whatever services you offer, no matter what your unique value proposition is, you are always going to have competition. So knowing who your competitors are, what they're offering, what works for them, this will help you to develop your products and services for your customers. Use this knowledge to create your own marketing strategies, but do not copy what they are doing. Just make sure you use the information that you gather to get to know your customer's expectations. That way you can customize your customer service to surpass those expectations. The greatest advantage of studying your competition is that you get insight into your own weaknesses as well. That way you can search out resources that will help you strengthen them up and improve your services and products so that you can address your customer's needs. Now that leads to the next tip. You need to identify your target audience in detail. Many people think that narrowing down their target market is going to limit their success, but quite the opposite happens. When you narrow down who your audience is, you get really crystal clear on who you're serving and what their pain points are. That information is the key to your marketing message, your services, and anything else that you create. Otherwise, you're going to build a business that offers things that your customer doesn't want or don't need, which means they're not going to buy. Now, it's going to take some time and some effort for you to create what is also referred to as your ideal client or that client avatar. But once you have this one person in mind, you can craft your marketing messages to speak directly to them, which means success for you and your business is going to grow. Now, if you need some help narrowing down your target audience or your ideal client, then I have a few fempreneurs in my community that can help you with this. Be sure to check out Allison Scholes and Robin Graham. They share some amazing tips on their Instagram accounts as well as on their podcast. And I'm going to put links in the show notes so that you can connect with them right away. Now, the next tip, use social media to build relationships. Social media is the perfect way to grow your community online, which in turn grows your small business when you have a bootstrap budget. You can use social media for free, but you can only do this effectively if you have a really good idea of who your target audience is. That's why I gave that tip before this one. Now, while you don't necessarily have to invest money in social media to be successful, you will have to invest your time, which is a resource. So knowing who you're trying to reach is gonna help you pick the right platform to get the best results because you wanna provide quality content wherever your customers hang out online. Social media is also a great way that you can connect with other business owners in your industry and to network with business owners who have complimentary services. You can share content with your audience that answers questions, You can interact with people so that it humanizes your brand because you're building a personal brand and you can make a connection with them that then grows those relationships. You just have to remember you need to focus on having conversations and the rest is going to happen on its own. Don't worry about sales. They will come in time. Don't try to force it or you will totally disconnect from your audience. Also remember You need to be patient. Social media is a marathon, not a sprint. So you're going to have to invest time, monitor your results, make adjustments as needed and continue to try until it improves. Now, the next tip, number five, create your back office systems. Now, you know, I was not going to forget to mention business systems. Now, if you're new to the podcast, let me give you my definition of business systems. A system First of all, is the foundation that a successful business is built on. Now, the pieces of a system, it's a detailed step-by-step process that identifies the tool or tools that will automate certain steps in that process, and then it identifies the person who takes care of certain steps. Now, in episode three of the podcast, I talk about three of the six basic systems every business owner needs to implement. It doesn't matter what phase of your journey you're in. Now, I call them sexy systems, and here's why. You're gonna feel pretty sexy when all of your processes are in place, you've got automation working, and you have time to focus on other things because you know your business has a strong foundation. When you have systems set up for recurring tasks in your business, you don't waste time wondering where you should start working on a task or what steps that you should take. So it frees up space, not only in your schedule, but headspace so you can be strategic in what you do. So how do you set up systems? Well, you don't have to create them all at the same time. You can focus on creating them one at a time. And to get started, you can just create a simple checklist. If you want help with that, make sure you go back and listen to episode 13 because I share a four-step process that you can use to create your checklist. And inside of my free online resource vault, there's also a download that you can grab that has a template that you can use as well. The great part of this whole thing is that when you create your systems as checklists, you'll be able to identify the steps that you can automate. And there are many tools that you can use to do this for free. They're going to do the work for you. So again, you have more time to focus on other tasks. Now, in episode 14, I share five of my top time-saving tools that I can't run my business without. I talk about the key functions of the tool, some of its useful features, and why I absolutely love using it when there are so many options out there. And most of what I use is free. So those are the five tips, and I'm going to do a quick recap because while there weren't that many, I know I've thrown quite a bit of information and references to you. So one, focus on providing great customer service. Remember, know, like, and trust. That is the key to your success. And your customer service starts the moment someone contacts you online. So you definitely need to have a customer care process in place. You also, tip number two, need to study your competition, but you do not want to imitate them. You just want to do research so you can get to know what your customers like, what their pain points are, and that will help you develop products and services that will help your customers, which means you get sales. Tip three, develop a detailed profile of your target audience. You can't serve someone if you don't know who they are. So you definitely need to invest some time in creating a very detailed client avatar so that your marketing can speak directly to them. Then you can use that to create relationships on social media. Use social media to build relationships, not only with potential clients, but also with other business owners in your industry. Remember to collaborate. Don't worry about competing against each other. And build your network with people who have services and products that your ideal client is also going to need and you all can work together. And the big picture foundation piece you need to have, you need to get your back office systems in place. It's the key to building a strong foundation for a business that will grow. So I hope these tips have inspired you to pursue your dream to either create a side gig or a small business or to grow one that you've already started. Don't let a lack of funds hold you back. There is always a way to bring your business dream to life. So make a plan and take action on it. Now, if you wanna connect with me in a community of women that can help you with this, then please, I wanna invite you into my free Facebook community. Always remember behind every successful woman, is a tribe of women who choose collaboration over competition. And that's exactly how I view all of the ladies inside of my Facebook community. The group is called the More Than Capable Mompreneur. We're a small but mighty group of busy women who own businesses, but we give each other feedback. We help each other come up with topics for podcast episodes, all the things that we do in our business. We really troubleshoot with each other on a variety of things and we support and encourage each other, which is definitely needed because this journey is hard. And I started this group because we all crave a supportive community because we don't necessarily have a husband or friends that have the entrepreneurial mind that we can bounce ideas off of. So inside of that group, I brainstorm with the women in there. I bounce ideas off of them, which then helps me get clarity. But with their support, I feel empowered and excited as I grow my business and definitely as I become a better podcaster. It's actually a simple form of self-care. So keep that in mind. It's a safe space for all of us to vent. And I pour into every person in my community, not just through my podcast, but by talking to each other on an individual basis through the posts in the group. And I also bring in experts to do trainings that will help all of us succeed. So if you want to join, there's going to be a link in the show notes. So that's all for today. I want to thank you for joining me for this episode. And again, you can find links to the episodes that I mentioned, as well as my online resource vault, the free Facebook community, and those two ladies who can help you with your branding and your marketing. Now, if you learned something new in today's show, please let me know. Take a screenshot and post it in Instagram stories and tag me at the underscore Shannon Baker. And remember, you are more than enough. So until next time, keep calm and streamlined.